my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is about building a good morning routine. Because this podcast is called Before Breakfast, I know a lot of listeners already have great morning routines. I know other listeners would like to build them. But what exactly makes a good morning routine? Listener Zena wrote in with a question along these lines. She asks, is it better to start the day with productive work or should you work out, read, meditate, etc.? Sometimes I do those things, but then I feel antsy and like I'm avoiding something, namely the productive work she's worried she should be doing. Well, first I want to say that I don't think anyone should create a morning routine that makes them feel antsy. That is not the point. Also, there is no one right answer to what makes a good morning routine. But to build a morning routine that's right for you, it helps to know a little bit about why mornings matter. The reason many people like having a morning routine is that mornings set the tone for the rest of the day. A win scored then creates a sense of momentum that can keep you going until bedtime. Also, most people have more discipline and focus in the morning. They also have more control of their time before work and family demands stack up. So that makes mornings a great time for doing stuff that life tends to crowd out. Those important but not urgent things, such as strategic thinking and planning, creative work, spiritual practices, exercise, or nurturing close relationships. So if you're thinking of building a morning routine, or expanding one you already have, ask yourself a few questions about the activity or activities you're thinking of choosing. First, do I enjoy doing this? A good morning routine gives you a reason to get out of bed. The image I like to keep in mind is my children bounding out of bed on Christmas morning. They're just so eager to see what the day will bring. That might be tough to pull off 365 days per year, but I do know that it's going to be hard to get up early, day after day, for something you don't want to do. In the throes of a new resolution, you'll stick with it for a few days or even a few weeks, but then something's going to happen. You'll get busy at work, or you'll get sick, or a family member will get sick. You'll miss a few days, and then you'll have a hard time starting up again. So in other words, if you hate to run, don't build a morning routine around running. Maybe there's some other form of exercise you like, such as taking a class, or going for a walk with a friend, or doing yoga with a video at home. All of these would be much better choices than attempting to force yourself to do something you just don't like. I mean, who wants to get out of bed for that? The second question is whether morning time is the best or only time for this activity you're considering. For many people with regular jobs and families, 
morning is the best logistical time for exercise. Probably you can find time the rest of the day for the other activities that Zena listed. You could meditate in your car in the parking lot for five minutes before going into work. You could read before bed at night. At least, theoretically, you should be able to do productive work at your desk during your actual work hours. So that's why exercise is a very popular morning activity. But let's say you work in an office with a gym and lunchtime classes that employees are encouraged to take. Or maybe you and your spouse go for an hour-long walk after dinner together each night. I work for myself, so I can usually run in the mid-afternoon as a way to take a break from work. If you fall in one of these categories, then maybe you'd choose a different morning routine, like working on your novel, or meditating, or taking an online class. I think productive work makes the most sense in situations where you have goals beyond your immediate job responsibilities. Perhaps you'd like to do original research that would help you become known as an expert in your field. You could choose to get up early three mornings a week to work on this, and then focus on your normal duties during the workday. I've also seen some leaders use early mornings for thinking about the long-term direction of their companies. They need to be accessible to employees during the workday, so they do focused individual work before they show up at the office. Whatever you decide to do as a morning routine, be sure to start small. It's better to decide to walk for 30 minutes two mornings a week and stick with it than aim to take an hour-long class seven mornings a week, oversleep your alarm on day three, and never go back. And feel free to switch it up, too. A routine doesn't automatically mean doing the same thing every day. You can carve out time without dictating that the same activity happen within it. So maybe some mornings you exercise, some mornings you do productive work, and some mornings you read. There are enough days in the seven-day week that you don't actually have to choose between these things. And that means you don't need to feel antsy, always wondering if you should be doing something else. If you've got a good morning routine, I'd love to hear about it. You can email me at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.